The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So what wisdom do you so what wisdom do you have about using well-being as a support for the fading away of attachments and preoccupations? Um, I don't know that it's wisdom for me. For me, it's a discovery that well-being is possible. It's such a what? It's a discovery mm. for me that well-being is possible. Mm. Um, I don't know that I have experienced it very much in my life until the last few years, and it was always like, this is the way it is. And there was no way out. And so I guess, I guess the wisdom would be is that um, there is such a thing as well-being and living, at least for moments, in well-being, and that knowing that experience, knowing that it's true, not just a fluke, knowing that it's really possible, then, then makes it um, more available to me to let go of the old habitual thought patterns, the old beliefs, the old ways of behaving, because that was the truth. So uh, I think I've adjusted what I think truth is. Mm, nice. Very nice. That's a, that's a big step. Great. And that's Mary. What was your name up? What was your name? Anne, Anne I guess. One of the things that I realized, I knew this before, but I realized again this morning, even the intrusive things are impermanent. So um, yesterday, I was just stressed out about taxes. Well, you know, taxes are gone. Um, but even other things that I stress out are very short term, actually. Um, it can be a particular person who's having difficulties in the family that I can be stressed about, but it moves, they move on, that moves on. Um, and in terms of well-being, sometimes what I um, can do is sort of change the channel in my mind and shift to walking or music. Um, and then today, it was not exactly a new thought, but it was a good reminder to carry well-being all the time. So um, that's what I would say. Nice. Very nice. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kim. Is that on? Yes. Um, Is it? Can you? Green. The button's green. Is that okay? Yeah. So I found one thing that's really helpful for me and that I found today as well is just being able to widen my, um, the perspective, like literally widen what I'm, what I'm paying my attention to and when I, I've noticed that I can be really tunnel visioned about what's important or what, what I, I think is worth putting my attention on, and that's often the, the problem or something that's anxiety producing, but that if I can just uh, have peripheral vision or hold a larger perspective, even sort of sense of space, that then often there's other things that come into the, uh, into the lens that are are good or positive yeah. or just the idea of where's the not problem like if there's a problem where's the not problem and looking for it uh -huh. or just being able to hold whatever the physical pain or stress is is just one small part of a much larger field uh, of vision as opposed to being caught up thinking this is the whole universe is my one little problem and, and I know that for me that uh, sometimes I've I've treated my one little problem Functionally, you know, not not logically, but functionally, this is permanent. <laughs> it's always going to be this way. It's kind of like the emotional relationship to it. But then broadening up, that helps out a lot. And then you mentioned about peripheral attention. So before we do the meditation, I'll talk a little about the value of peripheral awareness. Some more, and maybe we'll use that for sitting. So any, anybody else? 
I think the thing that I've discovered is that it's more of a choice than I realized. Um, a couple of things that you made me think of with your question, um, certainly in the meditation, if I sort of drop in the question, is there anything pleasurable here? What I find is that it um, opens the possibility to find something that is pleasurable, even if it's just, um, mm. just being aware, right? Nice. Um, and so that's lovely. And also, um, I found that in daily life, too, sometimes. I can just sort of, I, I, yesterday I was sort of walking along and realizing that I was aware of, just as you said, I was struggling with something and I said, oh, you know, there's a delusion of permanence right now. And just sort of being able just to give myself the choice to step out of that, uh-huh. which is just a simple question like that is, or a phrase, allows me to realize that I have more of a choice in whether I find well-being or not. Great. Lovely. Good. So um, <clears throat> that's a great question. So what, what obvious choices do you have sitting here right now have for enjoyment or pleasure or sense of well-being? What's available to you right now? Yes. Just feeling good. Just feeling good. Just being here. Good. Learning a lot from the wisdom of your Dharma talks. Uh-huh. So learning is a uh, was it pleasurable. Trudy, I saw your hand. The feeling of community. The feeling of community. Then behind you. Safety and peace. Safety and peace. Anything else, or did we exhaust all the possibilities? <laughs> Feeling grounded and connected. Mm. Grounded and connected. Nice. Uh, the the quiet, the silence, wherever it appears, and also just the rhythms of the circulatory system. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Even I saw the mic. Having the cell phone turned off. Having a posture that's comfortable and relaxed and direct. Mm. Nice. Not having to do anything else or be anywhere else. Nice. Short break from all the chaos. (laughs) Short break from all the chaos. Good. Enjoy it. <laughs> Great. So uh, we'll do a sitting. So I want to talk a little bit about peripheral awareness. Um, sometimes it's uh, with, with the anapanasati practice, the practice of mindfulness of breathing, it uh, involves having a, a, a focus, attention to your breathing. And there's many benefits to that. At the same time, also having awareness to something other other than the breathing. So it's kind of like the peripheral awareness. And we use that all the time in our life. Your primary focus can be driving, but in your peripheral, hopefully your peripheral vision uh, awareness, you might be talking to someone, on, a passenger in the car, and you're aware they're there, you're listening to them, you're paying attention, but your primary focus is on driving. Or your primary focus is on driving, but you know you're looking ahead, but you have a peripheral vision to what's going on in the side of you. So the car driving up next to you and all that. And you don't think about it so much, but you kind of keep your awareness open and you kind of know what's going on around you and your environment. So the same way in of meditation, you can have a, a primary focus, the breathing, but at the same time, have your attention open in a relaxed way to take in more information, take in more of what's going on. And so in the way that mindfulness of breathing is uh, taught, you would take in a whole series of things in these 16 steps. Um, in, um, in the step three, you would breathe mindfully, stay with your breathing, but in the peripheral awareness, you're aware of your whole body and aware of the tension, the holdings that you have in your body. And then you'd be aware peripherally that you can, or in your peripheral uh, intention would be relax it. As you breathe, you relax that tension in your body. You're, uh, then you can be aware of well-being, joy, and happiness peripherally. 
as you relax more and more, you feel more happiness. And then as you settle in and feel kind of a sense of contentment, you can also be aware of the lingering feelings of tightness or tension in, uh, in the mind. And you can be aware, there's mental activity is kind of, you know, tense. And then it's possible to relax that. And then it's possible to notice um, delight and more contentment. It's possible to notice uh, where we're holding. It's possible to concentrate the mind. In peripheral awareness, you realize the quality of the mind that's noticing the breath. And you can kind of begin to steady the mind. The ability to steady the mind on the breath requires kind of a dual awareness. You're tracking both the breath and you're tracking also the quality of attention so the attention is steadied and focused and concentrated. And then, uh, uh, based on what we did this morning, we're still staying with the breath, but the peripheral awareness takes in uh, the impermanent nature of all experiences that come and go. And as we get more settled, uh, the present moment experience arises and passes more and more, we see it. And so the same thing with a sense of well-being. You can kind of be aware of well-being peripherally. Um, you don't have to make it your central focus, but by keeping it in, a, in the peripheral awareness, it nourishes it, it supports it, it allows us to relax into it and open to it, and it can allow it to grow and become stronger. That won't happen if you just ignore it and stay, you know, huffing and puffing on the breath. So, so you kind of the, the, Also, the peripheral awareness also has a quality of being of openness or spaciousness, kind of, you're kind of like receptive to something bigger. And this ability for the mind to open up and be receptive in a wide field is very supportive for meditation practice. Um, because the, the antithesis of meditation practice is getting all contracted and tight and kind of in control and manipulating what's going on. And this idea of kind of opening up and being receptive and allowing things to be there is a very important quality of meditation. And so to, to combine a focus, a resting on the breathing with this open allowing awareness that notice what goes on peripherally supports the unfolding, things to unfold and to, to move through us. So, um, so what I'd like to do is to do another meditation on well-being, uh, but then focusing on how that can be a foundation for peripheral attention about where we are caught up, where we do get uh, tense or uh, uh, attached to, to see uh, if there's some uh, m- movement for you uh, towards softening and relaxing, uh, fading or the fading away. And as I said this morning, the, um, uh, there's something very uh, supportive or helpful, I think, to think that some of the ways in which we're caught up are not going to go away suddenly or even overnight, but they will fade away slowly over time. And, uh, and so until some day will come when they're not, you know, no longer there at all, they've faded away entirely. The Buddha used the analogy of, uh, of uh, rope that was used like for sailing on a, on a boat that slowly over time, the weather and everything, the rope will slowly, slowly uh, fray and eventually break. But you don't know when it's going to break, but it takes a long time. Just, Or he gives the example of a, also of an uh, axe handle. You know, if you use a, a woods person is using it, chopping with the axe, slowly, slowly over many years, the axe handle gets weaker and weaker or begins to wear, wear away, and then finally it breaks. So in the same way, slowly, slowly things fade away. And... Um, and eventually, they don't break so much as finally release themselves from us. So, taking an upright, alert posture. And taking a few long, slow, deep breaths and settling into your body. Softening in your shoulders a bit.
relaxing the hands and the arms. Softening the legs, the thighs. And softening the belly and the chest. And then tuning into your breathing. And first, take a few moments to re-familiarize yourself with what it's like to be breathing right now. As if it's a total new way of breathing. You've never experienced this one before. And you're just going to explore it, get to know it. And then see if you can begin to attune yourself to the breathing. Begin tuning in to the experience of breathing as if it's the center of all things. Just breathing in and breathing out. And then set the goal for yourself to be aware of a number of breaths in a row. And maybe you would count them, whatever the goal is. But have a modest goal. Two breaths, three breaths. And then if you can do two or three breaths in a row, easily enough, try four and five. And slowly increase the number of breaths you can count, as seems easy, given whatever that is your mind is capable of right now.
attuning yourself to the breathing, settling yourself into the breathing. Steadying yourself on the breathing, letting go of your thoughts, and seeing if you can do a series of breaths in a row. Enough to be challenged by it, but not so much to be discouraged. Just a little bit beyond what you can do. Two, three, four, five, ten. Sometimes the fuller experience of breathing can be had by feeling how the in-breath is a little bit energizing. The exhale might be a little bit more settling, relaxing. And then with a peripheral awareness, with a central awareness, stay with your breathing, the rhythm of breath, the thread of one breath after another. But with your peripheral awareness, notice if there's any way that you can relax or soften the thinking muscle. You soften the brain area or the mind. Help settle some of the energy in the mind. Maybe as you exhale, relax, settle in. 
staying with your breathing as if the breathing is like the rhythm or the beat. It just goes on and on, keeping you grounded, keeping you here, keeping, helping the attention to stay present. And then as you sit here, tuned in to the rhythm of breathing in and breathing out, with your ability to have a, a peripheral awareness, awareness of the background, can you notice Whatever sense of well-being or pleasure there might be here. There might be simple pleasure with the experience of breathing. There might be pleasure in having the mind focused on the breathing instead of all the other things that you could be focusing on. or the well-being of being somewhat relaxed and peaceful. And as you breathe, let that sense of well-being accompany you, support you in staying with the breath. You might ever so slightly turn up the corners of your mouth into a beginning of a smile and see if that brings any wave or glow of pleasure or delight.
And with your peripheral awareness, see if you can let go or loosen up on your preoccupations and concerns. Loosen up, lighten up the things that you're attached to or clinging to. Keep breathing and let the breathing help you, support you. Do not get pulled into the world of thought. But in the peripheral awareness, see if you can let go of thought, let go of your preoccupations temporarily.
with your peripheral awareness, either let go of your thoughts and concerns that are not ha don't have to do with breathing, or let them soften and lighten up. Lighten up, loosen up, let them go. And then in the last couple of minutes of this sitting, <clears throat> are you, is there anything that has faded away for you? Maybe from lunch or the way you sat down, concerns you had, thoughts you had, feelings you had? <clears throat> In the course of the sitting, did anything fade away? Or did anything fade back, get strong?
And then to end the sitting, take a few deep breaths. Feel yourself here in your body, in this room. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. So I have a question for you. In your, from your experience as a meditator, or from today, <clears throat> what have you learned about how just staying focused on the breath, coming back to the breath, very simply, coming back to the being with the breath, helps uh, with a fading away of some of your preoccupations, some of your difficult feelings, difficult things? How is it simply staying with the breath supports the fading, fading away? When, <clears throat> when the uh, difficult feelings and worries and other things that I shouldn't be thinking, I, I judge that I shouldn't be thinking about them, I just bring myself... If I stay focused on the breath, I don't get into thinking about them and I don't get into judging that I shouldn't be thinking about them. <laughs> and the, the breath is an anchor that I can keep coming back to. And uh, it, it gives me something to hold on to to stop me from straying because I tend to stray if I let one of those things hook me and then I can get off the track, but I can always keep one foot in the track. It's like cross-country skiing. I keep one leg in the track all the time, and that'll keep me go straight. When the other leg is going all over the place, as long as I have one leg in the track, that'll keep me on track. And that's what the breathing does. Great, lovely, thank you. Someone else? Right in front of you. Coming back to breath again and again is uh, like a workout for me. So it's uh, developing the ability to focus uh, wherever I want to focus. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So and so that gives me a choice. Um, so if I'm angry or if I'm sad, uh, I can use the ability to focus where I want to focus uh-huh. instead of. Nice. Where I'm being pulled towards. Very nice. And is there, what happens to the anger and the sadness? What is What it? happens to the anger and the sadness? Anger of the sadness. The anger and the sadness. Anger and the sadness. It, um, over time it goes away. So it fades and away. When I'm focusing on, on some other, like I can focus on a different perspective. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, a, a better perspective. Uh-huh. And I can be there and, until it fades away. Nice. Very nice. One of the nice things to do is to um, use them like meditation, breath meditation, to let some of the things fade away uh, up until a point where you can turn towards them and be mindful of it without being pulled into its orbit. Because uh, sometimes you want to really go into like anger, or go into sadness and really see what's there. But if you go too soon, you get swept up in the thoughts and the stories. If you go too late, it's all faded away completely, then you miss the chance to study it. So that's one of the advantages sometimes of uh, breath meditation. You can, then you can track yourself and decide when the right point is to turn towards it. And when I tried to be aware of my peripheral, it was like I opened the door and the stuff started creeping back mm. in. I see. And I, I was just much more focused. Here, because um, this morning, you had to, in order to get really focused in the central, you noticed that things faded away. You noticed you got peaceful, right? That itself, peripheral vision was, peripheral awareness was working right then. 
But maybe you were trying too hard to be peripheral this afternoon. Could that be? That could be. As, I a, was as opposed to letting, letting the natural peripheral awareness operate. That's probably what happened. I was opening up too wide and not focusing yeah. Yeah. internally. It could be a very light, light touch. It's almost like you don't have to do anything. But there are, so for some people, it's just like there's no effort at all to be aware of a little bit more of what's going on than just the breath. Some people need to open up a little bit to be aware of a bigger picture, but just enough to be supportive. Okay. So, um, thank you. So we'll, we'll take a break and then come back for one more sitting where we'll do uh, cessation and have it all done with once and for all. <laughs> and um, so... Um, Enjoy your break. We'll take 15 minutes. 15 minutes. We'll start in here about uh, 2.35. And you're welcome to talk during the break if you'd like. And... Um